But I think Ryan Reynolds is going to be a big part of that conversation. <gasps> what makes you say that? <laughs> Welcome to episode 49 of Insert Super Pun Here. I'm Allison. And I'm Parker. And today we're talking Blade Trinity, the, the third one, the thruple. The, th- <laughs> the thruple of Blade and the one that I remember seeing in theaters. Okay. I think this is the only Blade I actually saw in theaters. I'm pretty sure it was the second one that I saw in theaters. Oh, what? Yeah. And that's the end of that conversation. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, oh, okay. Letting you. No, look, just as soon as you said it, I'm like, I don't think I saw this in theaters. I just remember, because again, I didn't see the first, I know I didn't see the first one in theaters, not in 98. Mm -hmm. Um, I didn't see the second one in theaters because I think I got into the second one after playing the video game. Mm-hmm. And then I re- really watched the second one a bunch of times. So I remember then being very excited about this one. Mm-hmm. Um, I think for multiple reasons. I think it was another Blade. It's mm-hmm. another comic book movie. Um, so this is 2004. So Ooh. now we're having... Mo- we've had more superhero movies. Mm-hmm. So, you know, because like when Blade came out, the first Blade, it was really kind of started this whole Marvel Mm-hmm. thing really in the big scheme of things 2000 was x-men um 2001 i believe was spider-man because x-men was first then the first spider-man i want to say 2004 was maybe x2 so kind of. well, so i'm so we've had some more superhero movies mm-hmm. by the time blade trinity came out and i have to say um, when we go into some of those, there's a bunch of stories that I have uh, bookmarked on here from apparently Blade Trinity, the making of it was a mess. Well, I mean, they were clearly, they're trying to get a younger demographic into it. Mm-hmm. Like you have Ryan Reynolds, you have Jessica Biel, you right. have like a younger like group that he's right. working with. It's not just him and old guy Whistler. Right. Who like, it's Chris, Chris, Christopherson. Right. Even our generation barely knows Chris Christopherson. Right. We know, I know him from these movies. Right. I, I didn't know, I couldn't tell, tell I mean, you anything else he's been in. I mean, I knew that he was in A Star Is Born, but I ne- I'd never seen it. Oh, the Ben Midler one? No, the Barbara Streisand one. Okay, it was Ben Midler not in one. She I got her confused with Barbara Shane. I'm a bad guy. Oh, in Pride Month. <laughs> so, Double whammy. I'm so bad. Well, the recent one's the only one I've actually ever seen. Me so. too, but apparently that's like the fourth or fifth iteration. Right, right. I yeah. knew that. But like, yeah, Chris Christopherson, the only thing I knew was he was in A Star Is Born with Barbara Streisand, and mm-hmm. my dad hates him. Like, that's the only thing that Why? I know. I don't Out of curiosity, know. I'm just curious. Can you I don't, ask him I, next time? Yes, I will. I'm going to see him tomorrow. I will try to remember to bring that up and ask him what his beef with Chris Christopherson is. So he doesn't come up in conversation with your family on a regular Not basis? always. Okay. Uh, but I can force it tomorrow. Okay. For you. Thank you. I appreciate that. I would do anything for you, Parker. Thank you. But yeah, so I mean, it's clear that they're trying to like get the young people into this. Um, well, trying to get, I think trying to get them maybe back into like, because they've had other superhero movies that I think people yeah. are more excited about, mm-hmm. you know, like people are really excited about the first blade. Yeah. People really like, people like blade two. I want to say really like, but I think blade two based on the research. And I think when we talked about, I don't remember what we talked about when we talked about blade two, but 
We're so bad at doing this on a regular basis. (laughs) It's like, who knows what we last talked about. But I think from everything that I read that Blade 2 became more popular. It did okay in the theater, but it became more popular on DVD release Mm. type situation. Um, Well, this is like, this is when Netflix started getting like real hot. Like 2004, right? Oh, yes. Sorry, Netflix. Like ordering the I'm DVD. Sorry. And, DVD okay. through the mail Netflix. I was like, I don't think Netflix existed then, but that's just because it I stood mis- for internet <laughs> flicks. Flicks that you get from the internet, Parker. Right. Oh, oh Jesus. no. Uh oh. Yeah, no, I I remember that now. So <laughs> So yeah, so okay. But, I mean that makes a lot of sense. But I also think you're we're com- people are comparing this movie. To other superhero movies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, X-Men, when we do this ser- our series on X-Men, the first X-Men wasn't great, but it was the first time we saw X-Men in theaters, so we were all excited about it, and we liked it. Mm-hmm. X-2 was amazing. It was mm-hmm. probably one of my favorite um, superhero movies. Um, the first Spider-Man's really good. Um, it's no Spider-Man 2, which is, again, amazing. It's like those two series, like the sequels, mm-hmm. they did a great job. The second sequel... Because we'll forget the third one for each of them. But um, yeah. the, the second first, ones the were sequel. really good, but the first ones were really good. The first good. sequel, the second movie in the trilogy. Because people really liked Spider-Man, people really liked X-Men. Mm-hmm. So I think they kind of, I think people went into this with more expectations, mm-hmm. is what I'm assuming. Because now we've had some other superhero movies to wet our whistle. It wasn't just Blade. Yeah. Because if you look at Blade now, I enjoy Blade, I like Blade, compared to other superhero movies, it's okay. You know, but it's an enjoyable movie. It's all that we had in 98. Well, it's very... So, it's weird because it's... Like, Blade is clearly a very supernatural movie. A a very supernatural story. First of all, you're dealing with vampires. People love vampires. Fucking love vampires. People love vampires. I mean, we are doing a separate podcast specifically on vampire movies. Right. So, we love vampires. People love vampires. But they're supernatural. Right. But it's weird because, and then you also in the first Blade movie have that whole blood tornado thing, right? Um, blood NATO? I don't know. Um, <laughs> that sounds like that does sound like a sci-fi movie. Yeah, sci-fi Sharknado, channel. Blood yeah. NATO, Blood Sharknado. Crossover. Ooh, <laughs> we can sell it. We just start making like writing movies for a sci-fi. <laughs> um, but but like even with the like the blood tornado at the end and everything, like when I think of the first Blade movie, like. Or even, like, the second and third, maybe a little bit more the second, but, like, I don't think of them as, like, supernatural movies. I think of them as, like, a dark, gritty, like, action movie. Yeah, I I mean, I see them as comic book movies. Mm -hmm. I I think because we didn't have a ton of comic book movies then, Mm -hmm. I I just see that. So it really, like, sticks in your brain as, as like, a a comic comic book book movie. Yeah, because, again, the first Blade was, like, oh, my was when I really want, like, again, I was reading Wizard Magazine, and they always had, um, and I've talked about this before, and I'll talk about it again, especially during the first X-Men one, where they talk about, you know, we, you know, we cast, or something like that, and they cast comic book movies. Yeah. With their dream cast. Mm -hmm. Who would be the most perfect person to play this person in a comic book movie, or this person in a comic book movie? So, it's one of those things that just, I was salivating for a comic book movie. Yeah. That wasn't animated. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, like, I got, I had my fill of it. I mean, I love them, but animated comic 
shows and movies. I had X-Men, I had Spider-Man, I had all that stuff, and they were great. You brought real people well, to we, wink it to. that was just something that we... Not cartoon characters. Right, well, that, You're not a pervert. I didn't even hear <laughs> what she said. I just was going, I was like, yes! <laughs> yes, exactly! But, like, I just really wanted a comic book movie. Yeah. You know, a live-action comic book movie. And every time they did it, you know, you would get excited. You're like, oh my gosh, they're going to do it. It's, it's not me. Be something. You. Right. Right. The comic book fans. Would, would I was just like, ooh, an action movie. I'll right. watch this. But I think that is interesting that you see them more as an action movie. Mm-hmm. I see them more as a comic book movie, which, in my head, Do I think is... vampires are real? Is that why I don't see it as, like, comic booky science fi- I mean, I guess it's a little science fiction-y, but it doesn't seem as, like, supernatural as, like, X-Men. Well, that's funny. I wouldn't think of X-Men as supernatural. Well, I mean, extra natural, like like no, I, no, science fictiony. I understand. I don't see those movies as science fiction. Mm-hmm. When I think of science fiction, it's literally science. They I, do a whole DNA sequence. Thing. I understand, <laughs> but I'm saying we're now we're talking about what we're thinking and what I think about when I think of science fiction. I think space. Okay, well, that's just insane. Well, I'm sorry. When I think of science fiction, I feel like it needs to be in space, or someone from space needs to be here. Like, space has to be involved in Alien or something. That's insane. That's what I think about with science fiction. I'm just saying. That's what I... I'm not saying I'm right. I'm I'm literally telling you what I think about. Uh, Well, as you can probably tell, I vehemently disagree. But that's not the point. Let's talk about Bleach. But no, real fast. Now now I want to say a little something. But, like, when we think of, like, witches, vampires, I don't see that as science fiction. I see that as supernatural. Okay. Well, I think supernatural is just a little bit, to me, is a little bit different than science fiction. It's it's almost like a little bit more magical, I guess. Okay, so I guess in that way, you would say that maybe X-Men was not supernatural. It's more science fiction? Well, it's comic book. No. Again, I have, in my head, I have comic movies as a different genre. So you would not say that comic books are science fiction? No. I call I would think that they're your biographies. Class- oh my god. <laughs> no, I just So you're just putting it off in a different category, yes. even than science fiction. I have its own genre. Yeah. Well I find that very interesting because I mean we started out this podcast. <laughs> I'm sorry, the way that I just said that sounded yes. like I was about to eviscerate you. That was really weird. <laughs> I took another physically, physically step back, back from me. No, I, but I went behind Al. <laughs> Please protect me. So, like, the beginning of this podcast, we started out with the Marvel movies and a recurring theme in the Marvel movies that we pointed out, um, and I'm sure we're not the first, unless we are geniuses, is that (laughs) the Marvel movies really focus on making the science, like, the focal point of it. It's not magic, it's science. So it's, like, science fiction. I I understand (laughs) the definition of science fiction. I'm just saying, when I think of these movies, I just don't put them in in that... Right. Just in my head. It just... Because it's not... Well, okay. Well, Guardians of the Galaxy is in space, bro. (laughs) (laughs) I just... So many are in space. When I think of science fiction, I think of future and aliens. I don't know why. It's just just what I think about. But I I understand... You're like strictly Dune is science fiction. Right. I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm just saying it's just not what I think about. So when I think about 
blade. I don't think of it as... I am fully invalidating your feelings <laughs> and your thoughts. I really are. I really feel like I'm being the calm, cool, collected one about this. And I am out of control. <laughs> I feel like the roles are reversed and I don't like it. <laughs> but I'm just saying like... Are you the one that's usually yelling at me? Well, I'm the one who gets mad. Yeah. Because you're mad. Yeah. And then I get mad. We just rally each other yeah. up. But I just think, like, with Blade, I... Okay, let me just say, I just want to say, I'm not attacking you. I think it's interesting. Well, but I think it's the same as your feeling of Blade. You said you don't see Blade as supernatural, yet other vampire movies you do. Yeah. Because when I think of Blade, I think about it as an action movie, and I just kind of forget, like, this... Not forget, but the supernatural element of it doesn't, like... It's not forefront for me. Right. And for me, I agree with that because it's not the same for me because <laughs> vampire movies I also see as supernatural, but I wouldn't put Blade as supernatural for some reason. Mm-hmm. But it's the same with these other combo, like X-Men. I wouldn't put that as science fiction or supernatural because I have comic book movies as some type ca- of genre. It's, its own category. In its own genre in my head. Okay. It may take... I would call it a subgenre, but whatever. Well, and, and you're probably right with that. Yeah. You're probably right. I mean, because if we when we talked about the Marvel movies, people would say Captain America Winter Soldier is a spy thriller. Mm-hmm. But in my head, spy thriller could be the subgenre of comic book movies that this movie fits in. <laughs> comic book movie slash, or comma, Right, so that's what I'm saying. So when I think of Blade, I don't think supernatural, I don't think science fiction, I don't think action. Mm -hmm. I just think comic book. I'm trying to decide if this conversation is interesting or not. I mean, it is to us. I I don't know the publicity. Oh, God. So, yeah, so... I don't know. Maybe send us an email and let us know. I, I, I will promise to try to remember to check our email... Insert super pun here at gmail.com. <laughs> oh, speaking of, I should probably check it. Let's just see. <laughs> see if somebody, we have like, oh no, not a, okay, cut it out if we don't have anything because in real time, I, I know. Don't, How I don't embarrassing know. would that be? We're talking about it and. I literally don't know where my Gmail app is. Where would it be on your phone? <laughs> oh, I don't have the Gmail app on my phone. Um, okay, so this is the one that I have. Let's see. Has anybody emailed us? Oh, this is really embarrassing. <laughs> see? We'll just cut it out. It's a lot of SoundCloud messages. <laughs> Basically people, like, it's people who are like, oh, you should, um... But this is the thing. I don't think we've ever given out our email address. I think we did on, like, the first two episodes. Oh, yeah. And those are our worst episodes. Some of our worst episodes. I mean, if you want to hear a beat-by-beat, like, plot summary Mm -hmm. of the first couple of Marvel movies, you really came to the right place. Yeah, that wasn't great. And then the end of our Mission Impossible series wasn't great. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But you know what? You cut this part out, because this also isn't great. This is going to end up being, like, a a 20-minute episode, because you're going to be like, oh... (laughs) Well, it's funny because we, like, haven't even really talked about Blade Trinity no. specifically. Well, I mean, I don't think there's a... I don't think there's a lot of specific... I mean, so... I think most of our conversation is going to be around... The, the Ryan Reynolds was hot. Yes. 
Jessica Biel, I think this is like one of her first like forays into like action movies. Well, and I have some stories about that. Ooh. And that Parker Posey is obviously it's phenomenal. Well, Amazing. And, and so again, I have a lot of actual research mm-hmm. from this stuff that talks about different those things that we What's his face out. from Prison Break and it's Dracula later on um, um Legends. Legends. Well, but, Flash and then right. Legends. So I'm not caught up on Legends. I only watched the first episode. Me too. Okay. Um, So, he's Dracula. But what do they call him? Drake. I just love it. Like, I just like... It's so 2004. Right. No, it's very... Because this is also when they wanted to make vampires... um, And I've mentioned this before. We'll talk about it when we do our vampire podcast. Please do. Um, But... Dominic Purcell. When they make... When they try to make Dracula cool. (laughs) Sexy and cool. Mm -hmm. Um... Like, in Dracula 2000, they did the same thing. Um, so, they were trying to make Dracula here very, like, hip. He had only had one button done on his shirt, or he was shirtless. Yeah. Or, like, super deep V. Yeah, and he yeah. had, like, leather pants. Leather pants. He ran a lot in And them. he had a lot of those, like, um, those bro bracelets. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it was very 2004. But, so, can you quickly, what is the plot of Blade? So there's Blade, and he's still with Whistler. Yep. Then their compound gets attacked. Whistler dies. He actually dies this time. Yes. Um, and then Blade gets arrested. Yep. So there's a lot of focus in this movie on the familiars. Yep. Like the human, I don't know, losers who want to be vampires. Um, what's his face? Well, so the vampires set him up. Yeah, to get arrested. To get arrested and, um, and then called him crazy. Right. Because he believed in vampires. Yeah. And then Jessica Beale, who turns out to be Whistler's daughter, and Ryan Reynolds, who turns out to be super hot, rescue Blade, kind of. Um, Triple H is a very jacked vampire. Parker Posey shows up. She apparently knows Ryan Reynolds' character. How? He used to be a familiar of hers. Like her pet though. <clears throat> yeah, her little her little fluffy pet. Um, Basically, she would drink from him and have sex with him. <gasps> That's what they said. But then he got tired of it. He yeah. said, no. Mm-mm. No more. Because Jessica Biel saved him. Mm-hmm. Whistler's daughter. Right. Who they just call Whistler, I think, in this movie. But anyway, it turns out that they have a whole, like, little gang of people. Uh, Patton Oswalt. Um, the But I'm a Cheerleader Girl. What's her face? Um, Pat- Natasha Leon. <clears throat> yes. Um, and her daughter. And her daughter, Natasha Leon, is Which blind. Which I don't think you should have a kid in this situation. Yeah. So they apparently are just, like, going out and killing vampires. Um, and... Then eventually, so Parker Posey and her gang have resurrected Drake, who is Dracula, Mm -hmm. and he basically kills all of them except for the daughter, and Whistler and Blade and Ryan Reynolds were not there. Oh, Ryan Reynolds was was there? Oh, he gets kidnapped. Kidnapped because uh, Parker Posey's character, Mm -hmm. uh, Dankia? Is that her name? Dankia Talos. Wanted him. That's really her name? Yeah, unless I'm pronouncing it incorrectly. D-A-N-I-C-A. Danica. 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 You were saying Dankia. Oh, 
Danica. <laughs> I thought I was saying Danica. Oh my god. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, like the whole plot, I think, is that they are trying to get Dracula to kill Blake and become. They want kill who? Blake. <laughs> I was like, Blake. Blake. Drake. Blake. Uh, oh my god, Drake and Blake. <laughs> um, and I think that. They're trying to become daylighters, right? Yeah. Isn't that also kind of the plot, too? Yes. Yeah. Oh, and they apparently have a blood farm. Yes, they a do. A bunch of blood farms with, like, humans that they're draining. Like, they ba- basically the vampires of the world have gone corporate. Mm-hmm. And then... They've mass-produced... They're mass-producing blood. Right. Like, basically, they keep these people in, like, medically-induced comas and yeah. drain their blood. It was- and they were it was in, disgusting. There well, was pee. It looked like um, they looked like that they were like in Ziploc bags. They were like in vacuum sealed yeah, bags. Vacuum sealed yeah, bags. It was so creepy. Ugh. But then and then basically, obviously, they Whistler, um, Whistler's daughter, Whistler's daughter. I was because they call her yeah. Whistler, but Abigail, Jessica Whistler, she, <laughs> um, Ryan Reynolds, and Blade kill Drake. Dracula. Yeah. And then what Dracula does is he feels like he owes Blade something. Yeah. So, so he, he pre- ship. Sh- oh, because he's shape shapeshifts. Yep. Yeah. Into Blade. Mm-hmm. So then the government thinks Blade's dead. Yeah. So they don't have to. But then on but then the then operating then they go to autopsy. Table, autopsy him. Yeah. Yeah. The then he turns back into to, Dracula. But I think they're just like, well, he's legally dead. Oh well, I mean, fuck. I don't know what to do with that. And then Blade can continue. Yeah. <laughs> so doing his blade thing. One thing I do have to say is I do feel like this just shows how kind of complicated the plot was. Where I feel like a good plot you should be able to summarize in maybe a paragraph. Yeah. Oh, so I forgot that Natasha Leone, the mm-hmm. blind lady with the daughter. Yep. Um, she's trying to. They're trying to like be able to. Oh. The Night Stalkers? Who are the Night Stalkers? Oh! (laughs) They're the Whistler and and Ryan Reynolds and everybody. Um, They've created an experimental bioweapon known as Daystar, capable of killing vampires at the genetic level. (laughs) Wow. And so... Oh, that's how they kill Dracula. Right, but they need his blood to make it work. So... It is a little convoluted. To go with your science fiction arguments. Yeah. They try to put a lot of, in all these Blade movies, they try to put a lot of science. Yeah, in it's really focused like, on well, this like. this can only happen if we make this and we add these two things together. And, but in the end, it always comes down to blood. Right. But I think that, but that, I think that's every, <clears throat> every Blade movie has been like that. There's been some type of science. Yeah, because the first one was very much about, well, first of all, the Karen was trying to, like, we had a better serum for right. him. Um, I feel like in every movie there's, like, a different, like, well, there's, serum there's for Well, there's a blade. serum that does right. yes. Um, and then the second one was about, like, mutating yeah. the vampire species. Right. And then the third one is this Daystar thing right. where they're trying to kill it on a genetic so level. So, basically, that means. every movie's similar. Yeah. They follow some type of the similar beats and, you know. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess in that way, maybe it's more science fiction than supernatural. But in the end, but then there's a it's vampire. always comic book. Right, right. But in the end, it's comic book. Yeah. I mean, I think 
you kind of just explained it. Should very... we do more research into like science fiction versus supernatural? <laughs> yeah, I'm good. Eh, yeah, we've reached the end of our Blade trilogy. Yeah, but uh, we still have to watch the show though. Yeah, how many episodes is it? Thirteen. We can get forty-five to that. minutes each. Yeah. Yeah. So we have a little bit because I haven't posted in a while, so exactly. we have a couple of episodes that we need to release. Um, but yeah, so I'm just saying, like. My whole point of that was just to show that, again, I think every every one of these Blade movies, the plot is very dense. And I think the plot seems to get in the way sometimes of the movie. Mm-hmm. It gets in its own way. It did in the first one, and then you have a blood tornado. You know? <laughs> it's just what happens. This is what happens when this, your plot is too dense. You this, end up with a blood tornado. In the second one, they focus too much on the mutations and then... That the vamp, you know, the main vampire dad was making. I honestly embryos. I honestly think like the least complicated one was probably Blade Two. Probably, but I still feel like it was still kind. I feel like we had a discussion about it being a little complicated. Yeah, but so it just shows like that's what they. I think these plots get in the way Mm -hmm. sometimes of the movie. Yeah, Um, and their plot. These these movies, the Blade movies, I've noticed try to be focused on relationships and they don't. Like, I think they want to be more relationship-based. You know, oh, this person was someone you trusted and they betrayed you. And, oh, look, you know, this girl got kidnapped and her mom got murdered in front of her. Mm -hmm. And Blade has an attachment to this person because it's worthless Darna. Darna. Daughter. Daughter and things like that. Like, I just think they try to make them more emotionally, try to get you to connect to them emotionally, and I don't think it works. Well, yeah, because I I don't know if it's, like, the Blade character itself or if it's just, like, the way that Wesley Snipes plays well, him. that's... But it's yeah. very, like, like, the first one, I think that you were supposed to kind of get the feeling that maybe he and Karen would, like... Right hook up, but they didn't. Right. And even, like, he, like, really the only real relationship, I think, in the whole thing is probably him and Whistler. Right. Because, but, because that's easier to be like, he's kind of like my dad. Right. But, like, yeah, you don't even really feel like he cares about Whistler's daughter that much. (laughs) Definitely does not like Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> right. Well, you also don't feel like, I mean. He's just a very, like, lonely character. Right. But I, again, not having read the comic books, I don't know if that's Blade or if it's Wesley well, Snipes. But, I, like, I feel like Batman's a lonely character. But, yeah, you see him caring for people. Yeah. I mean, Batman does have Alfred. Well, he'd be, Alfred would be his whistler, but you also see him caring for just different people throughout the different Batman series. Well, Robin, but also like um, you know, Catwoman in Batman: uh, Dark Knight Rises. He cares for Maggie Gyllenhaal and um, Katie Holmes. Rachel. Rachel. He cares for Rachel in those, but then even in the Batman, the nineteen eighty nine Batman movie. <clears throat> He cares. cared about Kim Basinger. No. Yep. Yes. Vicky Vale. He cared about Selena. Selena Gomez. Selena Gomez. She was not even born, dude. 
That was amazing. Selena Kyle. Kyle. Yeah. Well, so like, I feel like with just in Blade, I just don't feel that he cares for anybody really. Yeah. Even Whistler. I really don't mm-hmm. feel it. I don't know if it's a Wesley Snipes. But see, the thing is like, I don't know. My favorite Wesley Snipes role, I think I've mentioned this before, is in Tuwantu. I just think he's so... Oh, have you mentioned it I just before? think he's so phenomenal in that movie. Mm-hmm. I think he's so good. And it's just I like, thought he was very good in U.S. Marshals. I've never seen it. Yeah, I know. What? I should. Tommy Lee Jones is... But I just feel like in these Blade movies, I just feel like he's kind of phoning it in. But then he really is in this movie. There were a lot of issues with this movie. Um, Apparently, stories from the set was that he was high the entire time. That... Wesley Snipes was high? Wesley Snipes was high the entire time. He was very angry... At the movie, he got into a physical fight with David Goyer, hmm. who um, who won, who right, <laughs> who was the um, director of, who directed. So he wrote the other ones, mm-hmm. but he directed it. Um, he called <laughs> he called Ryan Reynolds. He wouldn't call Ryan Reynolds by his name, so <laughs> he would call him that cracker. <laughs> <laughs> That is hilarious. And he was also very mad because he really wanted a hardcore sex scene in the movie because he felt like the audience needed to see Blade in his sexual element. Who did he want to fuck? He doesn't say. And they just never filmed it or wrote it or Who would he have fucked in this movie? I would think Whistler's daughter. Supposedly the idea was for Blade and Whistler's daughter to hook up at some point during the movie. Uh, because there was way more chemistry between her and Ryan Reynolds. Right. Well, because Wesley Snipes wanted some scenes to make sure that they showed how Blade was in the bedroom. <laughs> yeah, he was definitely high. Yeah, right. So he was high during the whole movie. <laughs> oh my god. He got god. into fights. Uh, Parker Posey, who I have to say was the star of this movie. Oh my right? god. Fantastic. She, she's the star of everything she's really, in. Well, not the. Um, TV show she was in that um, Amy Sherman-Palladino wrote. Um, oh my god, the Fox TV show. Right after Gilmore Girls or Buttheads, she did a Fox TV show with the main daughter from um, Six Feet Under mm. and Parker Posey. And it was bad. You can't find it anywhere. I remember watching the series premiere and it was just bad. It was like Four or five episodes. Wow. It was I on Fox. It was not really bad. But, like, basically, like, she just, she really wanted to do this movie because she wanted to do something fun and stupid that was big budget. Because she doesn't normally do that. She did right. all the Christopher Guest movies and all the little indie movies and things like that. So she's like, she just really wanted to do it. Her quote was, I love her quote, I came here to do something fun and stupid and big budget. I don't normally get to do that kind of thing. I don't have the boobs boobs for it, you know. I'm just showing up, saying my lines, and having fun with it. And Wesley Snipes isn't. And she just felt like he just didn't want to be there, and he just Mm -hmm. didn't care about the movie. But I just think she was just so good. She the Return of Jezebel James. Yes, that really sounds like an Amy Sherman Palladino show. It was really bad, and we had we were so I was so excited for it. (laughs) It was really bad. You can't find it anywhere. Oh, I kind of remember this where her, okay, she asked her younger sister to carry her baby. Yeah. But yeah, so 
Well, this is terrible. Yeah. So, yeah, so there were just a lot of issues with the movie, and I think that kind of shows. Mm. You know, the, the script was supposed to be really dark, and Patton Oswald actually said that the script went from really dark to really campy. Mm-hmm. And the campy is what we got. Yeah, it's definitely... It's definitely campier than the other two. It's campier than the other two, but I also feel like some of the darkness stayed in it, and so we, the movie doesn't know what it is. Mm-hmm. I feel like they like with the entire team getting murdered, yeah, and the little girl mm-hmm. hearing her That's, mom yeah. being strung up sounds very dark. That doesn't sound campy to mm-hmm. me. So I feel like there was just a lot of disjointedness in the script. Yeah, because it's like. They talk about the familiars, like, they, they they introduce this whole concept of the familiars having, mm-hmm. like, these um, identifying marks or, like, right. little tattoos. Um, but they honestly, like, don't go too far into it. There's yeah. only, like, but besides we, Ryan Reynolds, there's, like... But we've known about them in the past two movies. Yeah, they didn't have, like, the... It felt like they, they weren't they had as, the, Oh, yeah, and the, the, yeah. Okay. They had they had them in they had them in more prominent spots. Okay. Here, but like, um, what was his name? Um, Skeets. Oh yeah. Um, not Scuzz. Scud. Scud. I knew it was something not appropriate. Yeah, Scud was. But Scud had it Yeah. Okay. So they were familiar. They were familiar throughout the okay. two movies. All right, Maybe, but yeah, you're right. They're more prominent in this one. Yeah. And they yeah. had like, I mean, they had like neck tattoos and like it was very arm tattoos I feel like it was very obvious I feel like this movie definitely could have gone in a very different direction I think one of the most interesting aspects of the movie to me is Drake is is Dracula right and they really didn't end up doing him justice because it was a very like sort of he kind of he was basically like a blood god and then I can't remember if he actually got, like, if he was entombed or if he, like, on purpose just, like, put himself away and they resurrected him against his will sort of thing. That's kind of what it felt like to me. They didn't explain it? I can't remember. remember Again, who knows with this plot. But um, but it really felt like he was, like, because there's a couple of scenes of him sort of, like... (laughs) slow walking through New York City. And I just feel like that would have been, I think, a very interesting movie. Is him kind of, like, looking at the world the way it is now? Like, I'm pretty sure that they resurrected him against as well. Because didn't he, like, kill a bunch of people? Well, he did kill a bunch of people. A bunch of the vampires. Yeah, I'm trying to see... Um... And then, like, at the end, when Drake, like, does that thing where he, like, shapeshifts into Blade. Right. Like, I can't remember what the Well, he said, I owe you. Didn't he say that? Like, I'm going to do something for you? As Drake slowly succumbs to his wounds and the virus, he praises Blade for fighting honorably, but warns him that he will eventually succumb to his need for blood, thus proving that Blade is the future of the vampire race. That's why he didn't want Blade to be arrested. Because he wanted Blade was the only hope for vampires. Hmm. Oh, 
And so apparently King narrates that the virus did not kill Blade as the human half of his heart did not stop beating. Apparently I just stopped paying attention at this point. Um, It only slowed down, causing him to enter into a comatose state until his body was ready to fight again. Blade awakened several months later, ready to continue his war on all vampire kind. Okay. So, I don't know. I just feel like it could have been a very different movie if they did something different with Dracula. Right, but I just think it was just disjointed. I think they took from different types of movies that they had. It does feel very disjointed. But I guess I can see where it could have been a darker movie and they just, Mm -hmm. like, ended up campy more than anything. Well, I think... I don't see how I you don't. Have... I don't want to blame Parker Posey for that because that's just who she is, and that's, well, that's like she could be in a dark movie and still play the character but exactly that's what as I, she did it. But that's what I wonder. They hired Parker Posey. They hired Ryan Reynolds, both known for, for kind comedic, of yeah. being funny and kind of chewing the scenery. Yeah, like Ryan Reynolds, like. Ryan Reynolds did not stop quipping this no, entire right. movie. And the Ryan Reynolds, like... It was basically an audition for right. Deadpool. Right. Well, so <laughs> Ryan Reynolds, before this movie, he was known for Two Guys, A Girl, Pizza Obviously. Place, Is he, that anywhere? I need I, to no, see that I again. I can't find it. I keep looking for it. God damn it. Um, he was known for Van Wilder. What was he known for? Van Wilder. <laughs> there you go. Um, he was known for... Did you ever see Buying the Cow? No. It's another... Um, kind of like a Van Wilder type movie. Okay. But, um, and then it, and then he was in Harold and Kumar um, as a quick thing. So he was known as a comedy guy. And so he was in this movie as a comedy guy. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that might have been part of the reason why Wesley Snipes didn't like him because he wanted the movie to be dark. He didn't want the movie to be funny, but Ryan Reynolds was making the movie funny. Yeah. I also remember this is when Ryan Reynolds finally got like jacked. Yeah. Like this is when because like because he was always tall and he was, and he was kind always, of like he was always cute. Yes, but he wasn't like ripped. Right, but this is when he got ripped, and then I remember like Amityville Horror. Horror. He was also ripped. I'm sorry. I no, just make you're fun being of very mean. I know. I'm sorry. Um, but like this is when he got ripped, and I think this is when he kind of started being a possible leading man mm. type situation. Like, he was a leading man in Van Wilder, but there were was four more... seasons of Two Guys like Yeah. Wow. Why are you looking at that right now? I'm sorry. It's not healthy. That's... I got very distracted. I'm sorry. Okay, That's go right. Ahead. You're the one who's going to cut it all out. I know. I don't like to make myself look like an idiot. Oh, yeah. no. I don't know what else. I, I mean, I was just talking about Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> I don't know what else. I to told say. you 25 minutes of us talking about Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. Uh, Triple H was great. I loved yeah. his little, um, his little puppy, his little Pomeranian yes, that he was obsessed that was with. He was really good. And I thought it was really funny that so there were there was a Pomeranian and there was two Rottweilers and they both had like the the they were both vampire dogs. Right. They're all vampire dogs, but they had like the same sort of mouth mutation From that the... Blade Two. Yes. The, the genetic yeah. mutation I, I vampires the had. Thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't really know, like, what else there is to say about this movie. It's I think it's entertaining in yeah. sort of a very stupid way. But I think everything I read about the problems that were on the set makes sense. Yeah. That, I, that could be why it was so disjointed. Yeah. And why it just felt all over the place, multiple scripts trying to yeah. kind of come together, people not being happy. Right. Nobody seemed to like being... Uh, in the movie. Yeah. So I just don't think... Yeah, I just think that kind of shows in it. Mm-hmm. Um, like, it's a movie that I'm good if I don't see it again. 
Yeah, I mean, I'll probably... I mean, every once in a while, I'm just like, hey, Blade. Right. And I feel like if you're going to watch Blade, you, you should, should watch all three yeah. of them. Yeah. So, yeah. So, I mean, are we still rating movies as movies? Have we done, been doing that? I don't remember. I don't know. I mean, as a movie... I would give Blade Trinity a six. That's exactly what I was going to say, too. I think six. Like, it's not unwatchable. Right. I would watch it again. It's just probably not something that I would, like, go back to. It's the weakest one of the... Yeah. Of all three of them. And honestly, my ratings would go Blade 2, first Blade, Blade 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 Trinity. Yeah. Yeah. So so what we're going to do on the next one is we're going to um, watch the one season... Well, technically, the next episode is oh, going to be. Right. Um, we're going to be talking episode. about the um, Snyder cut of, of Justice, Justice League. League. Just because it's our 50th, so yeah. we've got something more fun. We recorded it a while ago. Yes. Yeah, so. Um, well, we, so it wasn't during Pride Month, like now. Yeah. <laughs> and when you're listening to this, it won't be Pride now. Month anymore. Um, so then that's our 50th episode. And then our 51st episode, we'll actually be watching the Blade, the Blade TV, TV show. show. And it's only 13 episodes. It's one season. The reason we're doing that within the Blade series is just because I read that it's in it's canon mm. for the Blade. Okay. Movies. Well, so. I think it's also... I think it would also be really interesting to do something where, like, neither of us have watched it. Yeah. So that's going to definitely be interesting. Yeah. No preconceived notions or anything like that. Um, I am excited for when the new... When they finally decide to make the new Blade movie. And that's in the MCU. Yeah. So yeah, so after the Blade series, it's going to be your pick, and then yeah. my pick, and then we'll do a series. And then X-Men. Okay. I'm calling it. We're going to do the <laughs> X-Men as our next series. All right, I'll write that down so I don't forget. Yep, we're going to do X-Men as our next series, and that's a bunch of movies. That's like ten movies. Ugh. Very excited. Ugh. I've been wanting to rewatch them. Such a chore. All right. All right, well, um, I've been Allison. I've been Parker. And this has been Insert Super Pun Here. <laughs>